Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of the Green Wisdom Health Show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And today we're going to help you with remedies for cold and flu virus symptoms. And uh, we have been seeing a lot of this going on, so we thought we'd do a show specifically about you know, pneumonia-type symptoms, cold virus. What do you have? I mean, what's going on? Do you really have the flu? Um, are there natural preventative things that you could do to help boost your immune system to help keep it away from you? And uh, the answer to that question is yes, there is, because we've been doing it. So we wanted to share with you before you get sick or start coming down with something, some of the signs and some of the things you can do and you know maybe some of the things you're eating that's actually causing you to have a lower immune system. And uh, we've also got a lot of exciting questions we're going to get to and some uh, products that you probably have not heard about that we would like to tell you about as well. So, Dr. Lewis, can you help us with possibly not getting sick this season? There's so many that already are, and I know, you know, there's a new virus coming in from China. There's so much fear happening. So um, can you give us a little hope and light and <laughs> some uh natural things that we could be doing well first of all i don't think i will ever succumb to fear because that causes a lot of stress which i'm sure we'll talk even more about but if you feel stressed mentally physically spiritually financially whatever you that that can make you more prone to get sick in the first place so geez y'all chill out and and have fun um yeah there's a lot of things you can take that's going to help your immune system. One of the things I tell people is, well, well, if you take it and don't get an illness, how do you know you prevented it? Well, if you change the oil in your truck, how do you know you stopped that engine from blowing? That's just common sense. You know, give your body something to work with. Well, you know, people wonder, do the natural products work? I'm, I'm telling you, by as from a kid on, every year you could bet I was going to get some sort of bronchitis. I think Dr. Lewis was a lot like that. He always had bronchitis. And uh, we have some supplements that we actually take that starts um, warding that off way before it becomes to the point that you're in the hospital for pneumonia. Yeah, it's not that natural things, you know, can prevent everything. And it's not a alternative to good medical care you know if you're in a life-saving or you know life and death situation go to the hospital they'll save your life but there's so much you can do you know she talks about bronchitis and i've always got not always many times have this in my throat and i'm sure i would have gotten full-blown bronchitis had it not been for janet (laughs) she gives me a whole bunch of stuff to take because i'm a typical man and i do take a lot of my own stuff i really do and I literally would not have lived this long or been this healthy, but she gives me more than I would take for my own. So this round of illness that's come through, I bet I'm about 5% as bad as I would have been, say, 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, and, you know, it's not just us saying that. We had actually a Facebook review from uh, one of our very loved patients, Carl. He talked about coming down uh, it was on a Sunday evening. The crud got him full-blown on Monday. He came into the office here and looked like he needed to be in bed. And um, he asked me, well, what do I take? He said, I've got to get rid of this. I'm really getting sick. And he stopped and you know picked everything up and uh, followed the directions of what I told him. 
And he's happy to say that as of Tuesday, which is two days later, the the crud had completely departed. And he said, I don't know of anything over the counter that works that fast. And most of the time, by the time you look like him, you're not coming back for a while without a round of antibiotics. So, you know, we want to help you not go through that because that is a horrible thing to be that sick. We're watching on Facebook, you know, people laying in bed for two and three, four days. They can't move. Or in the hospital for a week. Yeah. And, you know, the bill that goes with that, the stress that goes with that. Um, you don't think a $50,000 bill is going to stress you, do you? Well, we've got one friend that's up there now with pneumonia, and they <laughs> and they didn't even offer her food the first day or water. And I'm thinking, wow, you're already sick, and now you're not getting the kind of care that you should have. And that's Hospital not, food will make you sick, though. That's true. They give you all this <laughs> sugary stuff. So Sh- Sugar is really horrible for your white blood cell count. And one of the easiest ways to get sick is just to eat a whole bunch of sugar. And that's interesting you say that because people don't don't correlate the carbs at all with any of that that you're um, actually creating because of the, the immune system, like 80% of it's in the gut. And when you start eating carbohydrates, then um, they turn to sugar and then it brings your immune system down and then you can't fight things off. And I know like last night I had some of the little, you know, gluten-free Nut nut chips, and I ate way too many of them. I knew I did. And then in the night, I thought, oh, my gosh, I feel congested, which... Even though it's gluten-free, it's still pretty high-carb load. Which whenever, you, like I was eating pistachios before and not having any problem at all, but you change over to some sort of a chip or some, some kind of carb like that, it really does bring your immune system down, and you just don't really think about those things. Well, you know, one of, the, one of the things to think about is, you know, we all need to chill out. We need to get off of our busy world. You know, all we talk about is, oh, I'm busy or I'm stressed. And it's like, well, yeah, the more you talk about it, the more you're going to get it. So you have to learn to eat a little bit healthier. Exercise, which is not my favorite thing to do. I'm active. Get good sleep. Decrease your stress. Uh, you have to up your vitamin D levels. And, yes, I know, Michael and florida says but i'm out on the beach every day yeah well you're so full of toxins you really don't or we don't really convert sunlight to vitamin d because of the plastics and pesticides etc etc so it's better to supplement and you've got to keep in mind folks people say well i'm supplementing yeah well it's not working most supplements are like your ex they don't work and that's interesting. You mix uh, mentioned vitamin D because um, it's actually a big flu-fighting nutrient. Uh, because the universal vaccine that was developed is is supposed to be helping immune cells known as CD8 T cells, so that people either don't get sick or they only experience mild flu symptoms. But did you know that vitamin D is actually known to have direct immune modulating effect on CD8 T cells? And phytoestrogens uh, from food and soy and intestinal bacteria, they produce from the diet through your gut from from the bacteria. Uh, Gut bacteria can induce or repress something called the P450 pathway, which is liver detoxification through metabolism of of all kinds of things I can't even pronounce or I, I don't like the chemistry anyway but it it helps with the chemicals in the cruciferous vegetables and that's why we push dim and end all three carbonyl um, like 
cabbage, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, but the gut bacteria, and that goes back to what Janice said, 80% of your immune systems in your GI tract. So phytoestrogens and things like uh, bioflavonoids, for example, my favorite thing is immune essentials. It has all those healthy uh, mushrooms, but it also has green tea extract. Very, very important. Oh, yeah. The cordyceps that are in immune essentials for lungs is phenomenal. And I know we talk a lot about that, but um, the mushrooms in that are huge for lung health. Uh, Another one that we have not really talked about, we did last year, um, and it really has worked. And I thought, you know, we hadn't even mentioned that on any of our shows this year. You guys are always good at taking elderberry for uh, trying to prevent flus and colds. But we have our Vira Pro in now. It was on back order because of the flu season, but we have it here now. And it has the uh, European elderberry in it. And um, but it has other immune system boosting stuff. Vitamin A, we don't get enough of. Vitamin C, vitamin the good B12, panathenic acid, which helps your stress levels and your cortisol. Uh, yeah, and I'm zinc. not. I'm not saying it gets rid of the flu, but I can tell you, if you start taking two of those, when you start feeling achy or feel like you're coming down with something, and it's like. I really don't know what's happening, but there's nothing I can really do to stop it. I just don't feel like I feel well. If you start doing two of those Pro and taking two every three hours, within a day, it's roughly gone. I, I think we have maybe experienced the flu-like stuff twice already this season, and both times we've stopped it before it became anything worse. I don't know if it was a flu. I don't know if I ate something bad. I don't know, but it it totally stopped it in its tracks where where it didn't go any further so um and the astragalus is even good in cancer uh uh, research and it's in there yeah that that product is phenomenal so if you don't have that in your repertoire of uh things to take then um you really want to consider getting the vira pro is what it's called v-i-r-a-p-r-o and just keep it on in your uh medicine cabinet and on your shelves and the other thing we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, that really helps with viral type things like colds flu you know pneumonia type symptoms is something called loracetin you've probably heard us mention that a couple of times but um, loracetin is a monolaurin it's uh, what's found in mama's chicken noodle soup so when you got sick as a a kid you know mama would make you chicken noodle soup and then you would start feeling better because of the the lauric acid that's in the chicken noodle soup well loracetin is actually the monolaurin that's from that and they're little pellets and you um i usually do two two of the little scoops that's inside of it at a time you don't chew them they look like they're very chewable it says coconut they're not coconut i promise you they don't taste great so don't chew them you put them in your mouth and just swallow them with water and it kills yeast and fungus and uh really great for lung health um i did a couple of scoops of that this morning because it really does help um viral type things and colds Dr. Lewis is going to add to that. I hope he is. He's having a, a coughing attack. I think it's, this is the devil messing with him over here. Going, I, yeah. I, I'm going to fix him up so he can uh, he can continue on here. Yeah, but it's only about 5% as bad as it would have been normally. Uh, it sounds a lot worse than it is. Just 
we just got Dr. Lewis fixed up with a little bit of uh, something called DMG liquid, which was not on our topics to discuss today, but um, he's got a little bit of tickle in his throat, and the DMG liquid actually helps oxygen utilization, so it helps him breathe a little bit deeper. So we're hoping uh, it will bring him back here for a second and he can retain his voice to finish the show. Um, one of the things that you want to make sure that you're doing is ingesting plenty of beneficial bacteria and foods you eat, especially fermented foods. And, you know, we always talk about John, who is doing the uh, fermented scobies. He just did one for ProBioLean on our uh, shooting straight with Dr. Lewis. He took a picture of it. It looked like buttermilk pie, but um, supposed to be really good to drink or sauerkraut or things like that. But they said in one study, the three to five year old children who received either a single strain or a combination of beneficial bacteria, which we call probiotics, twice a day for six months had reduced fever by 53% and 73% respectively. And again, you know, that's all coming out of your gut. So probiotics are huge at um, helping to prevent things. We have one special probiotic called ENT probiotic, which is a different strain of streptococcus that you can let that lozenge dissolve in your mouth. Excuse me. And uh, it will kill the bad bacteria, even the bad strep. And I've had people that keep it course on hand for their kids but for themselves and they say it's a miracle and uh taking care of a sore throat when it's strep and that kind of thing and uh doing a good probiotic actually decreases coughing by 41 percent and 62 percent so um you know we do like the probio ease which is our favorite if you have uh, constipation issues which is another reason why you might develop more coughing issues that you're not going to have uh, proper bowel movements like you should, so you're a little bit backed up there. The ProBioEs will help um, get that one through, and and ProBioComplete is another one that helps. So either one of those, one's refrigerated, one is not, but they're on our website. Uh, probiotics actually reduce runny noses by 28% to 59%. And people never think about that and know you're not getting it out of your yogurt. It's not enough. It's probably not hardly even in there. So um, make sure you get a reputable company's probiotic. I just buy it from us. Uh, And as bad as I sound here, I promise you it's only just a touch of what it would have been. Uh, Janet, you know, she opened this up, so I'm going to go ahead and jump in. People that have a less healthy gut bacteria... They many times can cause the wrong sugar products to stick to the cell membranes, and that gets into all kinds of chemistry and biochemistry. But they stick to the cell membranes of the lining of the intestines, and what that does in the long term is affects the gene expression and the genetic function. And then these babies end up having immune system problems, and that's why it's incredibly important to alter gene expression before you get pregnant during your pregnancy re-inoculate your children babies with good bacteria and we know which ones we have those because if you can alter that genetic expression they grow up to be much much healthier than they would otherwise and you know again this is not opinion this is research that i read so Okay, I was going to say I was going. I thought you were going to give me some uh, research that you read there. <laughs> well, I can. 
Well, I was going to tell you that reduced antibiotic use by 68% to 84% is by doing a probiotic. And anytime you're taking antibiotics, which, you know, sometimes they're necessary, but they kill the good probiotics for a good length of time, correct? It depends on what research you read. It takes you two months to two years to re-inoculate your GI tract with good bacteria after a 10-day round of antibiotics. There's other research that says you never get it right after that. You have to continually work on it. And I think that's true because when we eat our typical food that has antibiotics in it, like chicken and uh, steroids and things like that, it's, it's, I think, smart to take probiotics every day. <clears throat> so, you know, you just have to work on the GI tract. And Jan- Janet mentioned the word fever. Most of us have been taught, well, you got to kill a fever. If you allow that fever to run its course, it actually burns out the bacteria virus much more quickly because the virus and bacteria can replicate or duplicate itself. On the average of every 20 minutes, it can double. But if you're running a fever, they live out their life, but they do not replicate or duplicate themselves. So unless the fever gets, oh, my God, horribly high, Go ahead and run that fever because you'll get over the illness much, much more quickly. And there's a really good book called How to Raise a Healthy Child in Spite of Your Doctor. And it helps you think about these things in kind of in a different light. You know, well, sometimes, um, you know, we have patients that come in here on the other perspective. They've been doing probiotics so long and then sometimes they'll get sick and they'll come in and go but I don't want to take these antibiotics because I don't want to kill off everything that I've taken and we get that but sometimes you need to do the antibiotics as well there's a time and place for all of it and we you know you're going to know that you're at a certain place that you better go do something because the outcome's not going to be good so don't go off the deep in the other direction either and say I'm never going to take an antibiotic because they are useful yes. they're just overdone many times and you could if you put good probiotics in you could certainly lessen the number of times that you actually needed it and whenever you do need it they will actually work better on you because the more you're on those the more it takes to work. Um, you know, I remember having respiratory stuff so bad when I was in my 20s that I was on the highest antibiotic they could give you for respiratory health, which scared me because I thought, I'm in my 20s. What are they going to do, you know, when I'm in my 30s and I have this happen to me and then I there's nothing else left. So that was a pretty big moment in my life that I said, you know, I better start looking into doing something a little bit different here because I can't keep relying on these antibiotics. So we're trying to help you be a little bit healthier. And then, you know, we want to mention a little bit about your sleep schedule and your stress because um, a lot of times getting sick is because you're not resting enough and you know you are and you're stressed out. You know, we just came off a holiday season here. A lot of people are still stressed from the financial burden that gave them. Um, There's, you know, we've we've got several clients here that just had a death in the family, so they're they're dealing with that as well. So your body uh, becomes overly for fatigued and burned out, and it gets harder for you to fight, fight the flu. But chronic stress also exerts a powerful negative influence on your epigenetic health, turning on and off the expression of genes that directly influence your likelihood of getting sick. 
And there's another product that we haven't really talked about much, but we want to tell you about. And I've been taking it every day. Of course, I take all kind of things, but uh, some things that have really given us energy and really helped um, stress adaptogenic herbs. It's a, a product called Bacopa 320. Many times we'll give it to people that have a low thyroid function or a low T4 uh, thyroid. So what it does, it is actually a high-potency standardized whole plant Bacopa. It's called a CDRIO8. It's a registered trademark Bacopa. It's not just like any Bacopa you're buying over-the-counter. But not only does it help with stress management, but it also is shown to support cognitive function, your spatial working memory, new information retention, and mood. And I can tell you, (laughs) whenever I don't take that in the mornings, I don't have near the energy. I want more coffee, and it's like I I, I just can't get going well without it. But I take two of them every morning, and um, it really does help with stress. So Thank thank you for not saying it has to do with my mood. I appreciate it very much. Oh, no, your mood's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she said, I don't want him to talk to her until the first or second cup of coffee, which is kind of true. But this uh, helping the memory so much, uh, it, it, it's where you can actually multitask and still maintain uh, the knowledge, you know, like navigating a map. You still maintain that and multitasking is really, really good. And yes, it works. And she gives it to me because she's always trying to get my memory to where it's better. And it's pretty good. I guess she's doing a good job. That's the spatial working memory of where you can actually complete the task that you're trying to achieve. You know, know, that that goes back to, you know, us men will get around to it sooner or later. You don't have to nag us for a year or two to get it done. We're going to get it done. We can complete the task. Just (laughs) takes a while. Well, that would make sense about why uh, I did so good handling the stress of of putting our name on all these products. You know, I think we we private labeled. 150, 200 products over the summer last year. And Dr. Lewis said, you're really doing well with this. And I thought, I really am. I'm not sure really what's causing that. But uh, yes, I was. And uh, I was taking that Bacopa 320. So very well could have been. Um, And then here's another interesting thing about the flu, things to avoid the flu naturally. Did you know taking a high quality source of omega fatty threes, which is, you know, a really good fish oil, can also help maintain your health. And it is also important to avoid damaged omega-6 oils. And if you don't know what those are, you have to think uh, vegetable oils because they'll seriously damage your immune response. So using bad oils is not good. I've got a list in my head. This is spatial working memory. Good oils, or or no, not good. Therapeutic oils, number one, fish oil. Number two, krill. We don't talk about krill very much, but we do have it, and it is the good stuff. Primrose, borage oil, we have that with the omega-3s, the borage. MCT, lecithin, hemp, CLA, we have that. Um, Black currant's also good. Then you, dietary fats that are beyond therapeutic and goes to good is olive oil, safflower, walnut, Almond, pecan, we use a lot of that. Avocado and coconut. Uh, stay the heck away from canola. The hydrogenated or the trans fats, which are oxidized forms of such things. Uh, so 
it really helps also if you take vitamin E with that. And that has to be a good vitamin E. But, you know, just remember the there's therapeutic fats, good fats, and then there's bad fats. So and it, it boosts immune system. That's right. And uh, we're going to try to get through a couple of our questions here. I've kind of talked a lot for Dr. Lewis today because I didn't want him getting choked. But uh, if if he's back now, we will com- we'll finish some of these questions. I we'll probably see. won't get to all of them. We'll see. Uh, Penny wants to know what happened with your kombucha experiment. I've got three really beautiful scobies and have not done anything with it. And, and John keeps telling me how to do it, and I just hadn't done it yet. I guess I will someday. Well, she wants to know if there's a way to test the desired biotic material to see if it's been cultured or not. Well, you know, and I think the best answer is go to your local college and see if your microbiologist will do that for you. But if you start out with a a clean jar and you just boil the tea, let it get down to a room temperature and just throw in a probiotic, uh, you know, John's doing the probiolene right now. You know, you're throwing in the right probiotics. I, I wouldn't test it personally, but I guess you could at your university. It does look really strange. John put a video on our uh, Shooting Straight with uh, Dr. Lewis uh, on the Facebook, and it, he shows it opening up and stuff, and it's pretty um, combustible. And I thought, oh, I don't, I'm sure it's great. It just looks odd. <laughs> a lot of carbonated and a lot of bubbles coming out. That's why he told me to open it uh, over the sink. And, I, you know, being the, the really brilliant guy I am, said, yeah, I've had beer like that, which you don't shake it up first. <laughs> and then Claudia uh, says, Dr. Lewis, my friend's having some serious GI tract issues, fever, diarrhea, vomiting, yellow bile. I believe he went to the emergency room, but should I send him to you? Run some serious labs, or is this beyond you? Well, going to the hospital was the proper thing to do, and depending on what happened there, there you know, there's a lot of things they need to, you know, rule out. Uh, you know, if he turns out okay and still has a little nagging problem, yes, there's always things that you can throw in the body. And, you know, I'm, I'm fond of saying, when in America did we start thinking that the temple of the Holy Spirit is not smart? It's very brilliant. We've forgotten that God gave us an immune system. Most of us have forgotten there's a God. Your body's very, very brilliant. So, yes, there's things we can do. And, yeah, he should have gone to the hospital. Very appropriate. And she also wants to know, how do you go about finding a good old GI doc? Who knows? How do you find a good husband or wife? Sometimes you have to shop around a while. And, you know, that's the same way with doctors, whether they're medical or chiropractic or naturopathic. You shop around, not that they're good or bad, but you have to find one that fits you. It's it's whether it's a good fit rather than whether they're good or not. Maybe they need to be on like Tinder or something like that where you can plug in what you're looking for and like they do with a mate. I don't know. Well, I don't know anything about that. I'm surprised you do. I watch shows. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Lifetime <laughs> movies. Uh, what types of tests do you think a good doctor should be running? I don't know. That's out of my scope of practice. Well, I can tell you here, you know, when we're running tests, and it's not, you know, not related to serious GI issues, but, you know, sometimes it does. We do have things for GI stuff, but when we're mm-hmm. running our labs, we're, we're doing 12 different panels. It, they're, it's very comprehensive, and most of the time when you go to your doctor, and we still see them coming here, they're running one to three panels or none at all. I, I've had several people in here say they hadn't run any blood tests on me yet, but... um 
one to three panels is, in our opinion, not really enough to do much with. So we run 12 because we don't like guessing at what's going on with your health. The other side to that is that insurance is involved, and that's one of the reasons they run so little lab is because the insurance companies just won't allow more than that. With us, we do not do insurance, and that's what allows us to run the lab and do more panels and do it at a very low cost because we've taken that person out. So it's just between us and the lab, and then you're the person that's getting the benefits of that to get well. So if you've not experienced that and you're new to listening to our show and you want to know more about how to get lab, we do it across the United States. You go to greenwisdomhealth.com, fill out the health survey. It will suggest a lab panel to you. You can actually complete that process right online, and it will uh, you'll have the lab order there to print out to go right to your local lab, and then Dr. Lewis will go over all that lab with you, and you pick the panel that's one of our special panels that starts with GWH. His 30-minute consultation is included. We tell you what vitamins and supplements that you're missing, and then that way you can start getting your immune system back and not be guessing at what's going on with your health. You can get your stress under control because cortisol is one of those tests that's on there. We can see how you're digesting things, if you're eliminating correctly, because that's another reason why you are you could be sick or just not getting well. Um, there's just so much on there that, that we need to be looking at so that you don't have these horrible sicknesses that are coming up in, the, in this flu season. Um, I guess we've got time for one more question, which I had more of them. Uh, Carl wants to know, are there any health benefits from raw local honey uh, and if there are health benefits from raw local honey is light or dark better and do you suggest having the comb or not oh lord that, <laughs> I, I had a flashback we uh dr lewis used to do bees and um he actually helped harvest some of the honey with a friend of his and um I had never had the comb, and he said, hey, he said, here's you a piece of comb. He said, have you ever tried this? He said, you just chew on it. It's kind of like gum. And I thought, okay, so I stuck it in my mouth, and something squirted out of it, and it was um, a bee larva. A bee larva, and I... I would pass personally on the comb, even though it's totally healthy for you. But you can answer that. I'm very not quickly. sure I gave that to Janet. Let's blame Jim on that. Yeah, um, you know, so somebody gave it to me. He's like, I will not eat any more comb uh, again. That's where they live. I think there are a lot of health benefits. Now, if you have uh, high blood sugar and you know toward diabetes, that might not be a good idea. And honey's great in small amounts. It's good because you get the pollen, and then your body begins to build antibodies to that. Light or dark does not matter, and that just depends on where the bees get the majority of their pollen. You know, like buckwheat honey is very, very dark, where some of the wildflower honey is very light, and they taste different. You can be a connoisseur of that also. Just, I buy it from the local, you know, the little old man on the side of the road and support him. Do not get the stuff out of the big stores, because most of it is fake, Uh and I guess I need to go check on. I've got eight hives. I don't. I don't like messing with them. They sting me sometimes. But I guess I should go harvest my own honey. I sent my last jar to Frank in California. <laughs> but that's all we have time for today. And uh, we'll answer the rest of these questions next week. If you want to leave us questions, there's a form on our website. You can fill it in there and ask, and you could be featured on the show. 
And also on our Shooting Straight with Dr. Lewis Facebook group, you're invited to join that as well. We appreciate you listening to our show, and we'll be here next week. And in the meantime, stay healthy. Once again, our show has come to an end, but your hope and your health is only beginning. If you or a loved one are in need of a different outcome and are waiting for a brighter future, take the first step and go to our website and fill out the health survey. Please don't keep us a secret. If you know someone that could benefit from this podcast, please share this show with your friends and family. You're only one step away from a life worth living.